0: Most nights spent in a karaoke bar are defined by heavy alcohol consumption, the thrill of the MC calling singers to the stage, and the unease of enduring, cringe-worthy performances.
1: However, in the last 15 years, a trend emerged in karaoke establishments. Light-hearted nights of singing and laughter started taking unexpected and terrifying turns.
0: One minute, you're sipping your third margarita and gleefully shouting the chorus of Don't Stop Believing. The next, the mood dramatically shifts in the room. The singer drops the microphone.
1: A spectator, who seconds earlier seemed harmless, turns vicious and attacks the performer. There's no explanation, only chaos. Fear and panic spread through the bar. Guests scramble to exits, desperate to escape with their lives intact.
0: Believe it or not, violence at karaoke bars has become so common that the phenomenon now has a name. Karaoke rage. Many of its victims don't survive.
1: Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a podcast original. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard.
0: In life, there's so much we don't know. But in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer.
1: Every Tuesday and Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other podcast originals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts to stream Unexplained Mysteries for free on Spotify. Just open the app and type Unexplained Mysteries in the search bar.
0: This is our first of two episodes on Karaoke Rage. First coined in the early 2000s, the phrase describes the bizarre phenomenon of erratic, inexplicable acts of violence with only one commonality,
1: karaoke. This episode will examine a number of documented cases, including a handful in Asia, where a particularly intense strain of karaoke rage led to several gruesome murders.
0: Next episode, we'll discuss a number of theories that attempt to make sense of the peculiar trend. Do instrumental tracks trigger the human brain to send an otherwise peaceful person into an uncontrollable homicidal fury? It makes about as much sense as anything.
1: We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire
0: day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary.
1: We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Ooh-hoo, we're heating up, fam. He just can't miss tonight. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more. Only on FanDuel. On New customers bet five dollars get two hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable. Bonus that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com/sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on Ion. Out in front Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the
0: best players in the world. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. The world first paid attention to karaoke rage around the early 2000s as incidents cropped up all over the world. Though predominantly experienced in Asia,
1: the United States didn't escape its deadly grip. In August 2007, A trio of performers reportedly sang the band Coldplay's hit song, Yellow, at Seattle's Changes Tavern. It was karaoke night.
0: The group didn't get very far into the track when an audience member, Lindsay, started hurling insults at them. Apparently, she hated their performance and their song choice.
1: Lindsay didn't stop at verbal abuse, either. When the lead performer continued to sing, she ran up to him punched him and ripped the microphone out of his hands.
0: Allegedly, she continued her belligerent behavior until police arrested her and charged her with assault. There was no explanation of what made her snap. In November 2008, a man named Kyle Drinkwine felt a similar inexplicable fury building up inside him. During karaoke night at Emma's Bar in River Falls, Wisconsin, Another bargoer sang the heavy metal classic Holy Diver by Dio. Something about the performance
1: pushed Drinkwine
0: over the edge. Before the song ended, he viciously assaulted the singer and their companion. When the attack ended, blood was running down Drinkwine's hands and arms. Before he could go after anyone else, a witness called the police.
1: When they arrived, cops chased him into a nearby alley and apprehended him.
0: Once again, there was no reason for the attack, other than the music made him do it.
1: In December 2008, a San Diego karaoke performer attacked an audience member. After he finished his set, he walked directly into the crowd and beat one of the spectators senseless. As with the other incidents, it seemed like he just snapped.
0: You can dismiss all three incidents as relatively standard fair bar fights. A drunk, angry patron took their rage out on an innocent bystander. It's especially easy if you examine each one as an isolated incident. You wouldn't be alone in your dismissal.
1: It took a much more intense, consistent stream of violence for the world to recognize karaoke rage as a sensation which Asia delivered in spades.
0: In March 2008, a Thai man's repeated performance of John Denver's Take Me Home Country Roads at a Party irked his neighbors so much that he waltzed into the gathering and murdered eight people.
1: That same year, a Malaysian man refused to relinquish the microphone after completing his song at a karaoke coffee shop. An onlooker responded, by stabbing him to death.
0: It wasn't just the intensity of karaoke rage in Asia that made the phenomenon famous. An unusual pattern surfaced. It made the violence a bit more predictable, but even more irrational.
1: Since 2000, at least 12 people in Asia have been murdered and dozens more injured after singing one song, the Frank Sinatra classic, My Way.
0: In the Philippines, these slangs became so prolific that law enforcement gave them their own subcategory, the My Way killings.
1: Aside from the song, the killings shared little else. Some karaoke participants murdered their victims with guns. Others butchered them with meat cleavers. A few used blunt objects to bludgeon their targets to death. The list of killers ranged from neighbors, to strangers, to family members. The wide
0: variety of perpetrators and methods added a new, eerie layer to the song's central theme. Perhaps the chorus said it best.
1: To think, I did all that, and may I say, not in a shy way, I did it my way.
0: The jazz pop classic is one of Sinatra's most recognizable songs he croons about how living by his own rules resulted in a life without regrets
1: it has maintained popularity ever since sinatra released it in 1969 but in the philippines the song became so affiliated with savagery that many karaoke enthusiasts started avoiding it entirely in their minds daring to hit play could spell certain death
0: To try to understand the peculiar phenomenon, let's examine a bit of karaoke history.
1: Karaoke originated in Japan in the 1970s and remains popular across Asia today.
0: In the Philippines, where most My Way murders occurred, karaoke is more than a pastime. It's
1: akin to a national religion. In the small Southeast Asian archipelago, karaoke machines are found in almost every home, From wealthy mansions to modest shacks, virtually all social gatherings include a karaoke component.
0: In remote areas, you can even find freestanding karaoke machines on the side of the road. They're always busy, even in the morning. Workers apparently need their singing fix before their daily shift starts.
1: There are more wholesome karaoke establishments, open to all ages where you can gather with family and friends to share food, drink, and sing together. Many offer private rooms if you're feeling more exclusive. Filipino karaoke bars, on the other hand, are more like nightclubs. Spectators wait their turn in long lines. Scantily clad women, called GROs, provide companionship. GRO stands for Guest Relations Officer, In some bars, they can double as sex workers, who provide intimate services in private rooms.
0: For singers more interested in their vocal performance, many of these establishments offer Videoki, a computer program that evaluates note accuracy,
1: volume, and timing. As the machine publicly scores each performer, a competitive, tense atmosphere tends to take hold.
0: The cutthroat environment is exacerbated by what the New York Times called a machismo culture among Filipino men. Between jockeying for the attention of GROs and vying for the highest video score, a fight nearly always simmers beneath the surface.
1: However, that's just one side of the industry. Karaoke in the Philippines is also fun, playful, and above all, accessible. Even the most impoverished can participate. Without all the bells and whistles, it costs the equivalent of 10 cents to perform a song. For many, it's one of the only forms of recreation they can afford.
0: As recently as 2018, almost 3% of the population survived on less than $2 a day. They earned those wages by begging or foraging for metal scraps and valuable material. The year Beyoncé headlined Coachella, only one in three Filipinos had a bank account.
1: The lack of employment opportunities forced many of the country's citizens, primarily women, to travel abroad for work. As immigrants, they typically performed manual labor or domestic work to send money to their families back home.
0: However, without bank accounts, roughly half of overseas workers found it difficult to send money home. They relied on less direct and reliable sources, options that often charged additional fees, like person-to-person delivery.
1: For many Filipinos, the constant daily grind makes it feel like someone stacked the odds against them. Karaoke was an essential escape.
0: A University of the Philippines musicologist, Dr. Vern Peña, described its transportative effect as a magical moment that is separate from ordinary life."
1: Street vendor and watch repairman Dindo Aglero agreed. In 2010, he told the New York Times about the difficulties of living in the Philippines, how going to the karaoke bar every night helped him live according to a popular Filipino saying,
0: "...don't worry about your problems, let your problems worry about
1: you." Achlero added that he's always careful to honor unspoken karaoke etiquette. He never performs more than three songs at a time. And, of course, he never sings my way.
0: Coming up, the tragic fates of those who do perform the
1: ill-fated song. Hi, it's Molly. In case you haven't heard, Parcast has an intense new original series I think you'll really enjoy. It's called Medical Murders, and it exposes the dark, disturbing, and deadly side of medicine. Every Wednesday, Medical Murders introduces you to the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead used their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Join host Alastair Murden as he examines the formative years and motives of history's most infamous killers, dissecting their medical backgrounds with expert analysis and professional insight provided by practicing M.D. Dr. David Kipper. You'll investigate a wide range of heinous healthcare workers, like the general practitioner believed to be the most prolific serial killer in modern history or the dentist who led a double life as a hitman, or even the doctor and gang member who mixed deadly potions for unhappy housewives to use on their husbands. When it comes to these true crime stories, the only thing the doctor ordered is murder. Follow Medical Murders Free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. now back to the story
0: karaoke rage is an umbrella term for sudden violent incidents that occurred during or after a karaoke performance it's a worldwide phenomenon but in recent years pockets of asia suffered from
1: a particularly strange and lethal strain frank sinatra's hit song my way was linked to a bizarrely high number of killings Authorities dubbed the homicides the My way Murders. These murders
0: occurred predominantly in the Philippines, where karaoke is an integral part of daily life. For many of the country's impoverished citizens, karaoke provided an opportunity to release the stresses of living hand-to-mouth.
1: It's difficult to pinpoint when the first My way murder occurred, because international records aren't easy to access. But... The UK website Crime and Investigation says MyWay claimed its first victim in 2002.
0: However, the most widely publicized MyWay murder occurred in May 2007. 29-year-old Romy Baligula walked the streets of San Mateo, a Filipino city with a relatively small population of about 100,000. At the time, Baligula was unemployed, but his spirits remained high. As the sun set, Romy readied himself for some relaxation. With some karaoke, of course.
1: Belagula met a few friends at a bar. The men drank around while carefully handpicking the songs they wanted to perform. Selection was key. The perfect song showcased their vocal range and excited the crowd enough for them to participate.
0: Once they selected their tracks, they put their names on a list to reserve a spot on the karaoke stage. While they waited,
1: they ordered more drinks. After watching a few performances, the bar security guard approached their table. Baligula and his friends assumed they were in trouble.
0: They relaxed when the guard stuck out his hand for a handshake. He wanted to say hello. He introduced himself as Robelito Ortega. They chatted for a while before Ortega returned to his
1: post. When the host started calling Beligula's friends to the stage, he knew his name would be announced shortly.
0: Beligula cheered and clapped for his friends. They did well, but he knew that the song he'd chosen would really impress the crowd. The selection was risky, but he was confident that he could sing it well.
1: The MC called Beligula next, as he took the stage, he gazed out at the crowd. He smiled as his friends cheered and whistled. His grin grew wider when his eyes landed on his newest friend, the security guard, Ortega.
0: From his post by the door, Ortega shimmied to the opening notes of Baligula's chosen song. It was an odd expression of delight, but Baligula raised his beard to toast his new friend. He liked his style.
1: Belegula lifted the mic to his lips and sang the tune's iconic opening.
0: And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain.
1: Belegula gave his rendition of Frank Sinatra's My Way his absolute best. He lost himself in the lyrics.
0: The crowd was on his side until suddenly someone out in the audience expressed their displeasure
1: and booed him. Beligula searched for his heckler to discover it was Ortega, the man who seconds earlier shimmied in anticipation of his performance.
0: Beligula refocused and picked back up where he left off. He wouldn't let a security guard interrupt his few minutes of glory.
1: But Ortega wouldn't let up. He even told the crowd that Beligula was singing off-key.
0: The insults to his vocal ability made Beligula's blood boil. It was one step too far. He stormed into the crowd and gave Ortega a piece of his mind.
1: Screams led to a shoving match. Beligula's friends stepped in to help, but Ortega was prepared for a fight.
0: The guard pulled a handgun from a hidden holster and pressed the barrel into the center of Beligula's chest.
1: Before Beligula could react, Ortega pulled the trigger.
0: Blood poured from the bullet wound and spilled onto the barroom floor. Traumatized patrons panicked and ran for the exit. In the confusion, Ortega fled the scene.
1: But he didn't make it far. An off-duty police officer apprehended Ortega soon after the shooting. It's not clear how the cop knew what happened. He may have been a patron at the bar or heard the gunshot from a location nearby.
0: But even if the officer witnessed the shooting, he couldn't provide a logical explanation for the murder. Nobody could.
1: As far as anyone knew, Ortega never met Baligula before that night. Officials didn't have any motive, except for apparent irritation from a subpar rendition of My Way.
0: Baligula's murder made international news. The story splashed across newspapers in Asia, Europe, the U.S. and Canada. 2007 was the first time many Westerners heard about the My Way Murders.
1: Bars in Manila, the Filipino capital, outlawed the song entirely due to the brutality of Baligula's murder. But the sensation known as the My Way Murders engulfed more than the islands of the Philippines. It also crossed ocean waters to China. In August 2012, In the central Chinese city of Xi'an, noodle shop owner Mr. Yun invited his family to a karaoke parlor for a bit of post-work sport. Like in the Philippines, karaoke is a ubiquitous activity in China. It also requires strict adherence to etiquette. But at the same time, it's a popular way to relax and unwind.
0: That night, Mr. Yun was joined by his wife, his four-year-old son, his two brothers and his nephew.
1: The nephew worked at his noodle shop. It's not entirely clear, but it appears that neither of Mr. Yoon's brothers were the nephew's father. But despite this unclear relation, he was about to play a big role in the night's proceedings.
0: The evening started out well, with plenty of food and drink to go around. The family tucked into a personal karaoke room. They only shared the microphone among themselves.
1: As the night wore on, Mr. Yoon's four-year-old son hogged the microphone. His parents watched with adoration, praising every note that came out of the toddler's mouth.
0: But the boy's delight annoyed the rest of the family. They each wanted a turn in the spotlight. To
1: be clear, not every source reported the songs that the young boy sang while monopolizing the microphone. But the website Crime and Investigation insisted that my way found its way into his repertoire.
0: Around 11 p.m., Mr. Yun's brother couldn't take it anymore. They complained that the shop owner raised a spoiled little emperor.
1: In China, little emperor is a sensitive stereotype used to describe an overindulgent child without siblings, due to China's pre-existing one-child policy.
0: Needless to say, Mr. Yoon did not take the insult lightly. A simple argument escalated to shouting and then pushing. When punches started to fly, his nephew ran out of the karaoke bar.
1: The young man dashed back to the closed noodle shop and unlocked the door. Inside, he grabbed the largest cleaver he could find.
0: Back at the karaoke parlor, Mr. Yoon took the beating of his life.
1: His nephew re-entered, brandishing the meat cleaver and wasted no time defending Mr. Yoon. He started swinging indiscriminately.
0: On its first impact, the cleaver cut deep into the flesh of one of Mr. Yoon's brothers.
1: But his nephew didn't stop. The cleaver met his other uncle's torso next. Both men fell to the floor. Bleeding profusely.
0: To the horror of everyone in the room, Mr. Yun's nephew
1: just kept hacking away. He inflicted at least 10 wounds on each man. Within minutes, both died. Law
0: enforcement arrested Mr. Yun's nephew. The other traumatized members of the family tearfully told police that they had gathered in honor of Qixi, a Chinese festival.
1: It was supposed to be a celebration of love. But thanks to My Way, it was a night full of terror.
0: Coming up, a holiday party goes horribly awry.
1: Now back to the story.
0: The My Way murders are a deadly subset of karaoke rage that centered in the Philippines and spread across
1: Asia. In 2007, a Filipino security guard shot and killed a karaoke performer for what appeared to be no other reason than singing My Way off-key.
0: In 2012, an argument over a four-year-old's alleged performance of My Way ended with two brothers hacked to
1: death by their nephew. Afterward, the bizarre and brutal killings connected to Frank Sinatra's song My Way continued. Even government officials weren't immune.
0: On Christmas Day 2017, Randy Bang Reyes gathered with co-workers and family for karaoke in Tondo, a district in the Filipino capital of Manila.
1: Reyes worked as the Tondo Barangay Chair, the leader of the district. As chair, Reyes settled minor local legal disputes, He also enforced local laws and carried out administrative duties for the federal government. Filipino
0: culture reserved the position for elders. It was meant to be treated with deference and respect. But for this Christmas celebration, Reyes decided to let his hair down.
1: Literally. Before standing up in front of his friends and colleagues to perform his karaoke set, Reyes donned a white wig. He arranged it carefully on his head flicking the fake hair playfully as he took the stage.
0: Reyes vamped for a while before beginning his song, bouncing from one end of the stage to another. He joked about his song choice. Did he dare sing the classic song shunned by most of Manila?
1: After teasing his audience, Reyes made his selection. His companions shared a collective gasp. He was going for it. The opening tones of Frank Sinatra's My Way drifted through the room.
0: Reyes relished the performance, leaning into every note. He finished with a jaunty bow and the whole room exploded with applause.
1: They likely also breathed a sigh of relief. Reyes relinquished the mic to the next performer. It appeared that whatever curse caused the other My Way murders had mercifully spared Reyes.
0: That relief came a hair too soon. After Reyes completed his performance, a motorcycle pulled up outside. A voice shouted Reyes' name.
1: The politician turned his head to respond and... One of the men on the motorcycle fired multiple gunshots and the bike sped away.
0: The rest of Reyes' friends and colleagues dropped to the floor some of them fled and hid behind furniture and vegetation in the yard
1: one of the witnesses emmy rock heard someone call out chairman assuming reyes was the target the assassin carried out a successful murder reyes was dead
0: another victim sustained a gunshot wound and remained in critical condition after the incident
1: Although a security camera on a nearby building recorded the killers fleeing the scene, they weren't immediately apprehended.
0: Rahabago police chief investigator Adana Sugi suspected that the murder was carried out by trained killers working for local drug dealers. Many other drug-related murders in the Philippines had been carried out on motorcycles.
1: Reyes's family, however, disputed that claim. They insisted that Reyes never participated in the drug trade and suspected the killer had political motives.
0: In any case, those that witnessed Reyes's final minutes couldn't shake the image of him flouting superstition. One moment, the politician taunted fate. The next, fate bit
1: back. Unlike other My Way murder victims, Reyes made it all the way through the song before his untimely death. The closing lyrics are chillingly prescient. The record shows I took the blows, but I did it my way.
0: One year after Reyes's death, karaoke rage claimed another victim. As of this recording, it's the most recent documented death connected to the jazz pop standard. Like many prior My Way murders, it took place at a celebration. A 2018 birthday party in Dipolog City,
1: Philippines. As usual, drinking and singing factored into the merrymaking. Guests tossed back drinks as the first performers took the stage. Among the guests in attendance were two neighbors, 61-year-old
0: Jose Bosmion Jr. and 28-year-old Rolando Canesso.
1: At some point in the evening, Canesso waltzed on the stage, grabbed the mic. And made a controversial song choice. You can probably guess what it was by now. That pernicious tune, Frank Sinatra's My Way.
0: As the opening notes played through the karaoke machine's sound system, tension rippled through the crowd. Canesso's neighbor, Bosmione, couldn't stand to let the treacherous song play.
1: Fear and anxiety washed over him. He needed to act, out of concern for the safety of everyone present, Bosmion rushed the stage.
0: He grabbed the microphone out of Canesso's hand to prevent him from singing. Canesso yelled at Bosmion to leave him alone. Both men jabbed and wrestled to gain control of the mic. The argument devolved into a fistfight. The other party guests separated the two men, but not before each landed several blows. Canesso stepped away from the fray. Almost immediately, the tension in the air evaporated. It appeared that the fight was over. The party resumed.
1: But then, out of nowhere, Canesso rejoined the festivities, and he brought a large knife. He didn't flinch as he walked towards Bosmion. As soon as he came within arm's reach, Canesso stabbed his neighbor. Chaos ensued, and partygoers fled the scene.
0: Emergency responders transported Bosmion to the Zamboanga del Norte Medical Center. Unfortunately, medical professionals pronounced him dead on arrival. After law enforcement issued a warrant for his arrest, Canesso turned himself in.
1: It was yet another unfathomable death, mysteriously connected to an innocent song.
0: In May 2018, the Filipino House of Representatives passed a bill that outlawed the use of karaoke machines after 10 p.m. in residential areas. The bill's author, Representative Angelina Tan, claimed its primary purpose was to reduce noise pollution.
1: But it's possible. Lawmakers hoped the bill would indirectly reduce violence in karaoke bars. Statistically less time spent in the establishments would lead to less violence.
0: As far as we can tell, there hasn't been a My Way murder reported since the law passed.
1: But the solution only masks the symptoms. It doesn't cure the disease. To this day, no one is sure
0: why karaoke bars, particularly in the Philippines, are so prone to
1: violence. There are obvious factors to consider. The omnipresence of alcohol, the complicated etiquette, and the machismo culture that permeates Filipino society. Maybe the My Way murders were just a string of misunderstandings that escalated out of control, with deadly results.
0: Some argue that the trend exists because My Way's popularity makes it statistically more likely to be connected to violence.
1: But that begs the question... Why this Sinatra song, and not one of his more widespread tunes, like The Way You Look Tonight or Fly Me to the Moon? It would be just as statistically probable.
0: Others believe that the song contains elements that trigger violence. Perhaps it's arrogant lyrics or difficult key. Whatever the case, they're convinced that something in the song makes my way a homicidal fuse just waiting to be lit and explode.
1: For those Filipino karaoke singers who scrupulously avoid the classic hit, they don't care to investigate. They simply hold one truth to be self-evident. The song is cursed.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. We will be back Thursday with Part 2 of Karaoke Rage. For more information on Karaoke Rage, amongst the many sources we used, we found the New York Times article, Sinatra Song Often Strikes Deadly Chord, extremely helpful to our research.
1: You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other podcast originals for free on Spotify.
0: Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite podcast originals, like Unexplained Mysteries, for
1: free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Unexplained Mysteries on Spotify, just open the app and type Unexplained Mysteries in the search bar. See you next time. And remember, never take we don't know for an answer.
0: Unexplained Mysteries was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler, sound design by Nick Johnson, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Hannah McIntosh, with writing assistance by Allie Wicker and stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner.
1: Hi, listeners. Trust me, you don't want to miss the intense new ParCast original series, Medical Murders. From trauma surgeons to hospice staff, medical professionals are trained to give exceptional care. But what about those who use their skills not to heal, but hurt? Every Wednesday, meet the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead, Use their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.